Welcome to The Blind Side. News and information from a blindness perspective. Here's Jonathan Mosen. Good to have you with us today. If you are a user of Apple products and you're a blind person and you're really keen on these Apple products and keeping up to date with what's going on, chances are you will have read a number of reviews already of the iPhone 10. This is Apple's flagship iPhone, which has just hit New Zealand today, Friday the 3rd of November. Those reviews don't answer many of the questions that we as blind people have. How does Face ID really work for voiceover users? How do we use some of the functions we've become used to without a home button? We will look at all of these questions in great depth because this is a podcast all about news and information from a blindness perspective. If you stick with this podcast, which is of a decent length, you should have all of those answers by the end of it. Another way of getting this information is, of course, through Mosin Consulting's book, iOS 11 Without the Eye. We already put the first edition out there just a few days before iOS 11 was released. And if you have that book, you'll be entitled to the second edition for free, which has additional information about the iPhone 10. And I hope to get that out just as soon as possible now that I have the iPhone 10 to verify some facts with. If you haven't purchased iOS 11 without the i yet, even if you're not upgrading to the iPhone 10, I thoroughly recommend that you do it. There's a lot buried away in iOS 11 that may not be immediately obvious. And since you've invested in a high-quality product like the iPhone, why not invest $19.95 to make sure that you are making the most of Apple's latest operating system. If you'd like to find out about purchasing the book, it's available in EPUB format and PDF format, then you can go to the website at mosin.org slash iOS 11. You can purchase the book and download it right away. You can use PayPal or through PayPal. Even if you don't have an account, you can purchase using all major credit cards. That address again is mosin.org slash iOS 11. So let's talk a bit about this iPhone 10. First of all, let's give you a description of the product. Its dimensions are 143.6 by 70.9 by 7.7 millimeters. Now that equates for our friends in the United States to 5.65 by 2.79 by 0.30 inches. It has a 5.8 inch display, which means that it is a larger screen than the iPhone 8 Plus, even though the size of the phone is quite a bit smaller than the Plus. It's the first iPhone to sport an OLED, which stands for Organic Light Emitting Diode Display. If you are totally blind like me, that won't mean much to you, but it looks stunning, I am told. It weighs 174 grams, which is 6.14 ounces. I suspect it's going to take me a while, actually, to get used to having a smaller phone because I've had four consecutive plus-sized phones, and I've enjoyed that, particularly when it comes to Braille screen input. And I would say when I'm not around a Bluetooth keyboard, about 95% of my input is using Braille screen input, which I've become very fast at, and I really enjoy using that. I'm sure it'll be fine on the 10 as well. The iPhone 10 is made of glass and stainless steel. Like all recent iPhones, it takes a nano SIM card. So you'll be able to swap your nano SIM from the iPhone that you have to the iPhone 10 if you need to do that. That will depend on your carrier. 
and the arrangements that they make for that sort of thing. It's IP67 certified water resistant. It's water resistant up to a meter and 30 minutes. iPhone 10 features the same A11 Bionic processor that's also found in the iPhone 8 and the 8 Plus. The iPhone 10 has 3 gigabytes of RAM, like the iPhone 8 Plus, whereas the iPhone 8 has only 2 gigabytes of RAM. Extra RAM can make a significant difference to system performance. You can get the iPhone 10 in 64 and 256 gigabyte storage options. That's quite a big difference going all the way up from 64 gigs to 256 gigs iPhone 10 boasts a 2,716 milliamp hour battery. So in summary, I think we can expect the performance of the iPhone 10 to be very similar to the iPhone 8 Plus performance. The big news, of course, the thing that really makes the iPhone 10 stand apart from the lower cost iPhone 8 and 8 Plus is that this phone has an edge-to-edge screen. So there's no bezels, and that means that there is no room for a home button. We'll have some new gestures to get used to, and the power button on the right-hand side of the phone, which Apple now prefers to call the side button, does a lot of things, including triple-clicking the side button for accessibility. So once you've got it set up, If you want to turn voiceover on and off, you triple click the side button, the power button on the right hand side of the phone. The increased importance of the side button is reflected by it being increased in size compared with the buttons on previous iPhones. Touch ID, of course, is gone as well, and it's been replaced with Face ID, a way of unlocking your phone by having iPhone 10 recognize your face. Unlike Touch ID, which can support up to five fingerprints, Face ID only remembers one face at a time. So if you and your significant other are used to being able to unlock each other's phones, you won't be able to do that anymore. By default, Face ID requires a person's attention to unlock the phone. That is to say that you've got to be looking directly at the phone, eyes open, basically staring the thing down. Now, this attention function is disabled at setup if setup is being completed with voiceover on and it can be toggled on and off in the new Face ID section of accessibility settings. Disabling the attention function will make the phone less secure. For example, somebody could wrestle your phone away from you and then hold the phone in front of your face and the phone will then unlock. Like the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus, iPhone 10 is capable of wireless charging using the industry standard Qi method. It is spelt QI and it is pronounced Qi. The way this works is that you plug in a Qi charger into the wall and then it lies on a flat surface like a desk or your bedside table. You then lay the back of your phone on the charger and that's all there is to it. If you use a case on your iPhone, then it will work with most cases. If your case is really thick, it may not. It starts to charge without you having to plug something directly into your phone, which is pretty handy at times. I tell you what, I have spent many a time 
looking at walled outlets and hotels, wondering how am I going to keep my iPhone by my bed and keep it charged? Newer hotels are more aware of this than older ones, but it's amazing how difficult it can be to find a convenient place to plug your phone in when you want to use it at night. If you've got a Qi charger with a nice long cord, you can plug it in, be some distance away from the wall outlet and still charge your phone and have ready access to it. Apple sells two Qi chargers in its store at present. One is manufactured by Belkin and the other is from Mophie. But since Qi is an open standard, there is a very wide range of chargers available at different price points, shapes and sizes. So don't feel obliged to go with what Apple is selling. There are real bargains to be had. Apple promises a software update that will support faster Qi charging in the near future. Qi charging isn't new, and of course Android devices have supported it for years. But there's no doubt that with Apple having hopped on the bandwagon without developing a proprietary system of their own, you will see Qi popping up in many more places. Don't be surprised to see an increasing number of Qi charging pads built into tables at restaurants or airports and cafes and waiting rooms. Qi charging makes fractionally more palatable Apple's decision to remove the 3.5mm headphone jack from the iPhone. And it is a shame that they didn't do the jack removal and introduce Qi charging at the same time. I suspect that's what they were aiming for and that there may have been a holdup. You still run the risk, of course, of losing that all-important little dongle if, like me, you are dependent on having that 3.5mm jack. But losing it is less likely now if you keep it plugged in to your lightning port and charge wirelessly. Qi charging also gives us an opportunity to adopt new charging strategies. I now have a Qi charger by my bed and on my desk here in my studio, which also doubles as my office. I can now simply lie my phone on the Qi charger while I'm working and not using it, meaning I have plenty of charge when I walk out of the studio with my phone. Some of us are old enough to remember older battery technology, where if you didn't cycle your battery, that is to say discharge it fully and then charge it up all the way again, the battery would develop a memory effect and its life would be shortened. Today's lithium-ion battery technology is very different, and it's fine to discharge your battery just a little bit and then charge it a little bit. So let's take a look at what's in the box of the iPhone X. In addition to the iPhone X itself, of course, and if you open your box and you don't have the iPhone X, you'd be pretty annoyed, wouldn't you? But you will find one standard 5-watt USB charger. Now, I have to stop here and say that given what people pay for an iPhone X, I must say that I think this is bad form on Apple's part. iPhone 8, 8 Plus and 10 are all capable of fast charging, where your battery can go from 0 to 50% in around about half an hour, which is fantastic. The problem is, to make that feature work, you need to buy the 29-watt adapter from Apple plus a USB-C to lightning cable, neither of which are in the iPhone X box. Given what you pay for these phones, I think Apple should do the decent thing and provide the adapters necessary to permit fast charging without having to fork out any additional cash. You also get the AirPod wired headphones. Of course, if you want AirPod wireless headphones, you've got to buy those separately. 
There is the Lightning to 3.5mm adapter tucked away in the box. There's a setup guide with two Apple stickers. Typically, I don't like cases on my phones, especially iPhones, which are so beautifully constructed that I feel like any case is defacing a work of art. But with the phone having glass on the front and the back, you might argue there's more of a need for a case than before. Apple is offering three types of case for the iPhone X. There is a range of silicon cases and a wide range of colors, a wide range of colors for the leather case as well that is similar to the official Apple cases that have been offered in recent years. And there is a new folio case at the top end of the price point. This latter case completely covers the screen and it offers pockets in which you can store cards, credit cards, that kind of thing. The folio case also acts like the smart cover on an iPad, if you're familiar with those. So when you open the cover to expose the screen, your iPhone 10 will unlock automatically. Well, just after 11 o'clock is when our iPhone 10 finally arrived. It was out for delivery at 6.24. And it's time for me to introduce to you the one and only unboxing ninja Heidi Mosen. Hello, hello. Welcome to you. And Welcome. and iPhone fan, of course. Yes, of course. Yes. So let's take a look. We've you've taken it out of the shipping box. Yes. But here it is in its glossiness. Yes. Typical iPhone kind of packaging really. If you've listened to us unboxing iPhones before, nothing new to see here. We just rip off the Little foam thing. Here you go. You can have that oh. as a you can have that as a keepsake. Thank you. This beautiful plastic. You, you are very welcome. I'm just going to lift the lid off the box now, and uh, at the very top, what have we got? Have we got the actual iPhone at the? Oh, right. Okay. So here is the phone underneath a little bit of packaging, and wow, that Ooh. is small compared to the six plus. And I'm just going to take off the little films from either end of the phone. So now I'm revealing the camera. Nakedness. Yes, the, 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 you can have this if you like, Heidi. Oh, more uh, plastic. Souvenirs. Now, this is interesting. There's a very different camera protuberance on the back compared to... Oh, I'm sorry, just taking my, I'm taking my 7 Plus here. So the 7 Plus, and as your... Phone look like this too, Heidi? You're, you're six? Uh, so, well, mine has a single wide lens and yours has a double wide right, lens. Right, so the, yeah. the 7 Plus that I have, it has a horizontal facing camera plus a little, how would you describe that, little indentation. The little indentation is the flash. It, that's the flash, yeah. The, 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 the iPhone ten, the camera's facing vertically and it's all sort of, it looks self-contained, right? It's all just one... One thing, I can't feel anything else on the back. The flash is placed between the two cameras and it's part of the raised module. On right, so one. there's just one big raised module on yep. the right-hand side of the unit. So that's a definite difference that you can identify tactually. On the left-hand side, you've got your standard volume up and down and the ringer switch. The power button is a lot bigger, or they now call it the side button. The side On, on the right. Now... Underneath the side button is where the SIM card goes, and that is in the same place again, so that's fine. And now we've got no home button. So the front of the phone, as you have come to expect with the iPhone X, as we've been, we've been told to expect, it's just a complete blank 
sheet of glass. Now, where's this notch? I guess people have been talking about the notch. The notch. For the, the notch. For those not familiar with the notch, it's all screen except that somehow they've got to accommodate the true depth camera, which is the thing that, among other things, lets Face ID work. And they have created a notch at the top of the screen. I guess I was expecting the notch to be much more tactile than it is because when you read the reviews of the iPhone X, <laughs> they just sort of describe it as ears or horns. And so I was expecting some sort of major, I guess, drop in the surface or something, but it's tactually, it doesn't feel any different to me than the other iPhones. Does it still have the little indentation around that speaker? Yeah. 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 But not around the rest of it. So visually, does it look quite obvious the notches there? Well, right now, no, because it's off and the screen is as black as the right. notch. Right. Okay. So once once it's on, we'll probably yeah. notice the, the notch. Now, I also have a gift for you, Heidi, Ooh. because I know that um, this is a special day for us all and I wanted you to have a gift. So I'm giving, I'm giving this to you. <gasps> I will cherish it forever. Yes, it is a SIM removal tool. Oh, my goodness. And since I don't have any... Now, one thing I must say is that I am not going to get any help from you setting up the face ID because I think it's really important that we find out whether a blind person can get this going. Yep, but that seems since, fair enough. Since I have nothing to prove, I'm going to let you, um, I'm going to let you put the SIM out because <gasps> I, I, have, I have put SIMs in... Phones far too many times so to count. Just remove so remove it from the old one and put it yes, in the so, new Yes, so yeah, one. we're going to transfer the SIM. So I have made an encrypted backup to iTunes. I'll just wind up the speech here so we have something and... Search box edit. iTunes, desktop. There we go. iTunes is now loading. iTunes. Are you hearing that speech, Heidi? I didn't... You didn't bring headphones. Artists list well, box, I all did, artists. One. Not in the room. Oh, all right. Why don't you go and get some headphones? Okay. While I, I while I fire this up, I shall return momentarily. Yes, because you'll be you'll be you'll Albums be wanting listen. to hear voiceover speech and stuff soon. All right. So I'm going to connect this lightning cable to the iPhone 10. Of course, as we mentioned before, we started this part of the process. You do have your standard accessories with the iPhone 10. We're not going to waste time on those now. The lightning adapter, uh, the, the the power cable, they are all here. I'm just going to use my hearing aids and loop mode to check whether this phone is starting. Yes, it is. And actually, I believe I just felt it vibrate, which is interesting. Let's see what we've got. I expect that it will come up shortly. Back button. Back yep. button. Here it is indeed. Welcome to your new iPhone. Thank you. Would you like to set up this iPhone as a new iPhone or restore all of your information from a previous backup? Set up as new iPhone radio button not checked. Restored from this backup. Radio button checked. Continue button. And I've only got one backup, so that's fine. We'll continue. Continue button. Volume left, right. Save button. Cancel button. I have read and agreed to the iPhone software license agreement. Checkbox not checked. Checked. Cancel button. Save button. Continue button. iTunes dialog. The backup Jonathan 7 Plus cannot be restored to this iPhone because the software on the iPhone is too old. To restore this iPhone from this backup, you must first set up the iPhone as new and restore the software to the latest version. Okay button. Ooh. Okay. And that is because I had thought that the iPhone 10 would come with iOS 11.1. And I figured that we would have this issue when I read in a review that the iPhone 10, in fact, comes with iOS 11.03, which is a little bit unfortunate. 
Uh, so we will go through the process of setting up as new and we'll have a play. And then I guess I will restore from my backup uh, a little bit later. So we'll disconnect and let's see if we, oh, we've got, I was just going, you know, I was just about to triple click the home button. <laughs> and then I realized there's no home button to triple click. All right. Let's uh, let's let's triple click. So now we we do we do have the phone. The phone is active, right? Has it got the hello screen? Or? Uh, you just turned it off. Okay, so now we've got the hello screen. Now on we there. have the hello screen. I'm now going to triple click the side button, the power button. Oh. Oh. We don't seem to have any voiceover. Yes, we do. It's got the stupid. Not stupid. The little voiceover box around it. Try turning the volume up. Oh gosh, that's interesting. The volume was that might be that might cause some issues for people. The volume was all the way down. Home indicator dimmed. That is um. Slide one finger up. That is that is quite nice. That is quite nice uh, speakers. More info. More info. Home indicator dimmed. Why is it saying home indicator? Slide one finger up from the bottom of the screen to go home. All right. More info, but more in home indicator, home indicator. Oh, home dimmed. indicator. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. Home indicator dimmed. I don't quite know how we Slide proceed. Set up. All right. Okay. So what you have to do, it's, it's, I'm going to play with this when we get to the home screen a bit, but it seems like you have to put your finger on the bottom of the screen and let it rest. So you don't. You don't flick up. You put your finger on the bottom of the screen, and then you kind of drag screen it dead. up. Yeah, it's English. dragged. Button. Dragged. To we'll have some. We'll have a play with English. this. Button. English. Back button. Select your country. New Zealand. Button. And it's gone away to think about the consequences of being in New Zealand. I see. Quick start. Heading. If you have an iPhone or iPad running iOS 11. Bring it nearby to sign in automatically. Set up manually. Button. All right, I think we will do this. I think we may as well use the automated process. So I'm going to grab my my my, my, my 7 Plus, which already feels like a humongous thing. <laughs> uh, it's amazing that the screen is actually bigger. It's just fun to put them on top of one another. There's a there's quieter. I mean, it's the the... The iPhone 10 is a, is quite a bit shorter and also a little narrower, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, Just a little narrower, but quite a bit shorter. Yeah, compare it to my 6. Yeah. Oh, how does it compare with your 6? Uh, hold on, I'll take it out of its case to get a true comparison. And... All right, now it's only a tiny bit taller and a little bit wider, but it's a lot closer in size to the six than it is to the seven plus. Yeah, and yet it's it's a bigger screen. Much bigger screen. Yeah, I am going to pause the recording while I enter my passcode, which it seems to want on my uh, seven plus. I've entered my password now, and it's given me a warning about no SIM card being installed. Um, now let's get these two devices together here. I'll bring the microphone down a little. Home indicator. Home indicator. More info. Budget. More info. And I think I need to wake it up again. All right, I've already got used to the new home gesture. 
So you you hold your finger down a little on the bottom and um, swipe up. Quick start. Heading. If you have an iPhone or iPad, set up manual. Set up. If you have an iPhone or iPad running iOS 11, bring it nearby to sign in automatically. Use your Apple app. Continue. Button. If okay. you want, you Continue. can also set up this iPhone man back button. Hold your new iPhone up to the camera. Hold my new iPhone up to the camera. All right. 4G status bar item. There we go. Finish on new iPhone. And it gave a little haptic feedback on my phone. Character mode. Insertion point at start. So I have to enter some data here. I will pause the recording once again. It wanted the passcode from my old iPhone uh, entered into the new iPhone. So I have now entered that. Next. Enter. Next. There's the next button. Button. In progress. And now we are proceeding. We are going to get to the point quite soon where we have to set up Face ID. And that. Face ID. <laughs> heading. Will be interesting. And here it is. iPhone can recognize the unique three-dimensional features of your face to unlock automatically, use Apple Pay, and make purchases from the iTunes and App Stores. Now, because there's obviously a lot of interest in Face ID, what I'm going Screened. to do now is uh, I'm going to plug this into the mixer so we can hear it nice and clearly. And we'll just wind this up here, make sure that everything is working correctly before we go ahead and do the Face ID demonstration. All right. Continue button. And let's continue. Cont how to set up Face ID. Heading. First, position your face in the camera frame. Then move your head in a circle to show all the angles of your face. First, position your face in the camera frame. Then move your head. Get started. Button. All right. Let's see what this does. Get started. Position your face within the frame. Heading. Set up later in settings. Set up. Position your face within the frame. Head positioned correctly. Starting first scan. Move your head slowly to complete the circle. Heading. 12% completed. Tilt your head up and to the right. 25% completed. Tilt your head up. Follow the arrow. Heading. Tilt your head up. Tilt your head up. Reaper 38% completed. Tilt your head up and to the left. Tilt your head up and to the left. 50% completed. Turn your head left. Turn your head left. Move your head slowly to complete the circle. Heading. Hold the device in front of your face at a distance of 25 to 50 centimeters. Head positioned correctly. Starting first scan. Move your head slowly to complete the circle. Heading. Reposition your head to the center, then turn your head left. Reposition your head to the center, then turn your head left. Reposition your head to the center. 62% completed. 788% completed. Tilt your head down. Tilt your head down. Reposition your face within the... Hold the device in front of your face at a distance of 25 to 50 centimeters. 
Head positioned correctly. Starting first scan. Move your head slowly to complete the circle. Heading. Reposition your head to the center, then tilt your head down. 100% completed. First face ID scan complete. Heading. Well, I'm sure I can speed that way up it. Continue. Button. Continue. May I give 12% some completed. What was that? May I give 25% some completed. Hang on a second. Okay. Turn your head right. 38% completed. Tilt your head up and to the left. 50% completed. Turn your head left. Reposition your face within the frame. Heading. Move your head slowly to complete the circle. Heading. Turn your head left. Reposition your head to the center, then turn your head left. Reposition your face within the frame. Heading. Move your head slowly to complete the circle. Heading. Follow the arrow. Heading. Reposition your head to the center. 62% completed. Reposition your... 75% completed. Reposition your head to the center, then turn your head left. 88%... 100% completed. Face ID is now set up. Heading. Now, so it sounds like my mistake is that you've got to keep it in motion, right? Is yeah, it so... What you're supposed to do is you start looking straight onto the phone, then you tilt your chin up and then start rotating your head like a clock face. So you start, it's tilted up so you're looking up to 12 and then you just slowly rotate around the clock looking down to look at six and so on. Like that? Like so? Yes, like that. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'm tilting sort of right and down and then left and then up sort of thing? Yeah, so you're trying to look at every number on the clock face. Okay. Also, you had the phone tilted slightly, so it wasn't looking directly at your face. It was looking sort of upwards. You're really good on FaceTime. You just need to hold it in the same position you'd hold it in if you're on a FaceTime call. So you've got to have the phone directly, quite some distance away from you and directly upright. Yeah, and right in front of your face, like level with your face, not down or high up. Right, and that's interesting because you've got to keep the phone at that level while you so you keep the phone at a constant while you yep. tilt your head. Yes. Well, I'm going to have another crack at this um, when we perhaps restore from the iTunes backup because when we do that, we'll we'll wipe the phone. Continue. Button. In progress. I understand that if you're doing it correctly, the face ID setup process is really quick. And, of course, there's no documentation. There will be soon because I'm writing iOS 11 without the eye. And by the time we, by the time we get that chapter <laughs> written, dimmed. I'll have a lot of hints on how In to do progress. this correctly. Setting up your Apple ID. Setting up back, back iPhone 7 Plus backup. Jonathan 7 Plus was last backed up on the 3rd of November 2017 at 3.48 a.m. Would you like to back up now so you can restore your new iPhone with your most recent apps, data, and settings? Well, yes, actually, because I might have some Apple Watch data. Update backup before restoring. Button. In progress. Oh. Terms so that... and conditions. Oh, why Heading. not? Agree. Button. Alert. 
Terms and agree. Button. In progress. Now that we have Face ID set up, Back it'll be button. interesting to see how easy it is to unlock the thing. Back location services. Disable lo- enable location enable location services. Back button. Photo of person using Touch ID with Apple Pay. Image. Add credit. I think Debbie they need to update their photo then. Apple Pay with Face ID to make well, purchases easily and securely from your iPhone. They just need to update their alt text, actually. It is them using Face ID. Ah, so there's an error in the alt text. <laughs> Interesting. Apple may use anonymous location. Continue. Set up later in wallet. Button. We will do that later. Set Apple Watch. Heading. Do you want to use Jonathan's Apple Watch with this iPhone? Yes. Continue. Button. Continue. Back button. Video. Siri. Siri helps you get things done just by asking. Siri. To use Siri, press and hold the side button or say hey Siri anytime. Siri sends information like your voice input, contacts and location to Apple to process your requests. About. Continue. But. Step 1 of 5. Say hey Siri into the iPhone. Continue. Alert. Disconnect headphones to set up Siri. Disconnect headphones to set up Siri. I think that people are pretty familiar with how the setup process works. And in the interest of not setting up the world's uh, series, I'm going to pause the recording while I set this part of the phone up. Well, the Hey Siri setup procedure, oops, I probably just set up a whole bunch of iPhones there, is not working. And so that could be because we're still restoring from a backup. I don't know what the deal is there. I hope that we don't have a dodgy microphone but i'm going to skip this for now and come back step one of five but it is not working back button siri uh, didn't quite get that yeah well try set up hey siri later set up hey siri later back button iphone analytics don't share share with that i don't mind doing share. that back button app analytics don't sh- share with app de- shit back button True tone display. Ooh. Heading. Yeah, yeah. We had this on the iPhone 8 as well. To ambient lighting conditions. I wonder whether true tone has any kind of impact at all on battery life. Well, I would think it would because it would be using sensors to determine what the colors of the display need yes, to be. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Um, but I'll check that out. I, you can always toggle it off again later. Continue. Button. Continue. Back button. Software update iOS 11.1, Apple Incorporated, dimmed. Oh, well, I guess if I get it now, we can restore from the iTunes backup, which is what I originally wanted to do. iOS 11.1, Apple Incorporated, 239 megabytes. Oh, it's only a small update, actually. Learn more. So I paused the recording, and we have installed the 11.1 update now. Interestingly, when the phone came back up, it said voiceover off, and it turned it off. (laughs) And I needed to press the side button three times to get it back. One notification. 11.50 a.m. Friday. Software update. Swipe up to finish setting up iOS 11.1. So I presume I put my finger on the home area here. Actions available. And then swipe up. One notification. Zero. Oh, now it wants my passcode, so we'll pause the recording. It also asked for my Apple ID password, which I have now entered. Next. And we'll continue. In In progress. 
and we're upgrading to 11.1. It'll be interesting to see how much data has come across and I may not need to restore from the encrypted backup. But whatever we do, I'm going to have another crack at that face ID setup before the end of the podcast and see if I can improve uh, my performance with it. Secure text field is editing required. Insertion point at start. And we have multiple Apple IDs, so I'm just going to go through the process of uh, giving the phone those passwords. So we'll pause the recording. And the techniques that are documented in my book, Imagine There's No Countries, which talks about being able to get material from multiple Apple stores, which is great when certain content is not available in certain places. They're great, except when you have to restore from an iCloud backup and you've got squillions of Apple IDs around the world and you have to (laughs) enter all their passwords. So that has taken some time. It's now restoring. Progress. 2%. And it's restoring from the iCloud backup. And so once this process is complete, the phone will reboot and we'll be able to try a number of things relating to the new iPhone 10. I am a bit concerned that uh, summoning Siri did not work and we'll have to see if we've got a microphone problem there or, or what's going on. But what we should be able to do is try Face ID while this restore is going on. So the the, the iPhone 10 has hibernated. I'm going to just look at the phone. There we go. It's such a cool sound. <laughs> and Home it unlocked. So Do now it. I should be able to swipe up. Yeah. All right. Restore from iCloud. So iCloud. iCloud. All right. So let's just try that again. So I've. Home indicator. Oh, that's right. You can't do that anymore. You can't tap the power button to. Oh, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Torch. I think. Yeah. Oh, yes, because what's happening is with the iPhone 11 10, um, if you tap the screen, it wakes up. So. You tap the power button, then it goes to sleep. And then if you just tap the screen. 12 p.m. Yeah, like it's like the Apple Watch. Now I just look at it, uh, flick up, and and then I think we're at the uh, at the screen. So it's going to take some getting used to. Let me, while this restoration is going on, get used PM. to that. So I'm looking at the phone. It doesn't like that your micro- microphone's in the way right now. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> Try again. Oh, didn't like that at all. All right, let's um, try again. I'm going to move away from the mic, give it a clear view of me. Three notifications. Okay. 12.01 p.m. I'm still getting used to, once we get out of this um, restore mode, I hope I'll get a bit of a handle on how to flick up. There we go. All right. So, So you've got to, you've got to hold your finger down at the very bottom of the phone, at the very bottom. Like right above the lightning Yeah, cord. right above the and then sort of slide it up. So let me try that again. I just put the phone to sleep. 12.01 p.m. I'm going One to, notification. Okay. And, yeah, there we go. And you Set get a bit of, you get a bit of haptic feedback. So the trick here appears to be the face ID is fine. I mean, it's... Uh, the, the mic was in the way before, but I wonder how sensitive it is. If I put it down on the PM Friday, if I put it down on the, the th- on the table here and just look at it. No, that's not going to work, is it? No. Uh, Try again. Yeah. Friday, the I think it's getting November. too much chin and not enough face. 
Right. Okay. So you really have to pick the phone up, hold it in front of you. And there we go. Then it's really reliable. And then you flick up from the very, very bottom. Set up. And you're in. Okay. So I'm getting used to it. But I tell you what, it's not as intuitive, I think, as just pressing the jolly old home button. Mm. But you get used to anything. You've just got to make sure you're at the very bottom of this phone. Because I think what we've also got to get used to is that this is all screen. And so even at the very, very bottom of the phone... It's touchable Screen area. Dimmed. There may be a bit of a learning curve here for a blind person. I think because for a sighted person, working with cameras is is really intuitive. Yeah. Uh, for some blind people who haven't done much with their camera or just getting used to how far you have to be from the phone, it could be uh, there could be some bedding down issues with this. And All I right. Also, see an issue where sighted people would pick up their phone to use it anyway, whereas blind people might just unlock it and leave it off to the side not no, looking well, at it. No, well, well, that's exactly right. And one of the things I said was that if I were not in need of this phone for business purposes, I probably wouldn't get it because I like using the phone in my pocket all the time and I just unlock it with Touch ID and it stays in my pocket. Now, I appreciate that's a very uniquely blind use case <laughs> because everybody else has got to see the screen, so you can't complain about that going away. But I, I'll miss that. I'll miss be able, being able to use the whole thing in my pocket all the time and just rest my finger on the home button. So we will let the iCloud restoration complete and we'll come back when we have the full phone to work with and play with some more. Now the restoration is complete and we've got some interesting information on the screen. I'm back to Daniel, which is my preferred voice. And since this is my podcast, I'm going to stick with Daniel. <laughs> no hate mail. Um, back button. Video. Go home. Heading. With voiceover on. Slide one finger up from the bottom edge until you feel the first vibration to go home. With voiceover off. Swipe up from the bottom edge at any time to return home. So just repeating that. Go with voiceover on. Slide one finger up from the bottom edge until you feel the first vibration to go home. Okay. With voiceover off, swipe up from the bottom so edge. So slide up from the bottom edge until you feel the first vibration. Continue. Button. Cont back button. Video. Switch between recent apps. Heading. With voiceover on, slide up from the bottom edge further until you feel the second vibration to bring up the app switcher. With voiceover off, swipe up from the bottom edge and pause to show the app switcher. Okay. Continue. Button. Back button. Video. Quickly access controls. Heading. With voiceover on. Slide one finger down from the top edge until you feel the first vibration to show control center. Slide further until you feel the second vibration to show notification center. With voiceover off. Swipe down from the top right edge to open control center. Press firmly on a control to reveal more options. That's quite different. <laughs> Continue. Button. Back button. Video. Ask Siri. Heading. Press and hold the side button to talk to Siri anytime. Continue. Button. Welcome to iPhone. Thanks, I think. Swipe up <laughs> to get started. Swipe up All to right, get let's started. Swipe up. Message it. Settings. All right. One new item. And now. Oh. Use this alert. FaceTime. Your service provider may charge for SMS. Cannot verify. Oh, it's getting all excited about little notifications here. Cannot verify server identity. Oh, that's the fine. Cancel. Right. I believe that we are now back at the iPhone home screen. I'm not sure what's exciting the watch. Let's just see what's exciting the watch. Cancel. Bear watch with new iPhone. Oh. Do you want to use this Apple Watch with Jonathan 7 Plus? 
Do you want to use this? Uh, I have to rename the rename the phone. You see, because it's taken it from the backup. Twelve thirteen p.m. Calories. Sixty two percent battery power. Clock. Screen. Stopwatch. Well, I, I didn't get a chance to answer the question. I presume that we are using the watch, but we'll sort that out later. We can try something right here, right now, <gasps> which is that the... Alert. Apple Watch was not paired. Why not? Your Apple Watch could not be paired with this iPhone. You can... Close. Your Apple Watch could not be paired with this iPhone. You can try to pair again and confirm on your Apple Watch. I guess I didn't listen to it in time. Close. Try again. Try again. Button. Let's try it again. Messages. And no right messages. Then. Cancel. Double tap to open. My phone. Do you want to use it? Okay. Button. Enter passcode. All right, I entered the passcode. We got the thing. It is in the process of pairing now. The next thing I want to do is just make sure we are in communication with Siri because we had some problems configuring that before. So let me have a quick talk to Siri. I suspect the main Siri voice will not have had a chance to download yet, but you never know. This is a fast beast. Let's just check this. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Is this thing on? Yeah, it sounds like it is on. Let me go home. Are we home? Yes, we are. Yeah, so I'm getting used to this whole going home thing with the swipe up until you feel the first vibration. Now, just to recap, to use Siri other than summoning it with the keyword, which I'm trying not to do. Well, we haven't configured <laughs> it anyway, but I don't want to set up everybody's iPhones, set off everyone's iPhones. You'll still set off your 7 Plus as well. Yes, that's right. Um, you hold down the side button until it beeps. Now, how do you turn the phone off? What you do is you hold down the power button with either the up or the down volume button. This is interesting. My backup had me configured to leave the screen unlocked until I locked it. It has changed itself, so I want to fix that. But anyway, I guess it gives me a chance to tap the screen... Um, I'm trying to tap, there we go. Yeah, it unlocked it, swiping up, and we're home. Alrighty, look at that. Actually, that's not so bad. It's just getting used to it. That was pretty slick, man. I'm just the face ID ninja. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty easy. Now, um, so to get into the power off screen, you can hold down the power button and press either the volume up or volume down together so you squeeze. Yep. Emergency SOS. Oops. Cancel. Button. Emer- medical aid. Slide to power off. Slide oh, to power okay. Off. So, yeah. So, you've got the slide to power off on the screen. Medical aid. Medical ID. Emergency, emergency SOS. SOS. Cancel. And cancel. Button. So, you just, what they call, squeeze the phone there by holding down the side button and either the volume up or the volume cancel. down button. Now, cancel. what happens if your iPhone gets into a real horrible situation and you need to reset it? The old way of holding down the uh, power button and the home button. You know what to do in that case, Heidi? No. Well, I'll tell you, since it's you. Oh, thank you. What you have to do, I don't think I'll do this now because it's still restoring from, uh, it's, it's restoring apps from iCloud Backup. But what you do, you push the volume up, the volume down quite quickly, not together, but one after the other quite quickly, volume up, volume down. Then you press and hold down the power button. The, the side button? <laughs> Yes, okay. the, the side button, that's right, side button. Got to get used to the new Apple lingo, don't we? <laughs> yes. So that's what you do for that. So you've got some new things to, we've all got some new things to learn. And now what I'm going to do is go into, let's have a look first at the status bar. You sure you don't Settings. want to turn off that screen item. dimming thing? 
Oh, screen curtain on. How do you mean the screen dimming thing? The thing, thing? where it keeps off. turning the Well, I will off. get there, yeah, but it's good practice in some ways. Okay. All right, so so, how do we get to the status bar now? Because there doesn't seem to be one. Uh, there is, one but it's either side of the notch thing. Sonus, 49% battery power, not charging, status bar item. Okay, so you can't press, so in the center there is no status bar. No, 49%, three it's only on the outside of the notch. Status bar right. item, two of four bars, signal strength, location tracking on, image, 1228, status bar item, 1228. Now, I was warned about this reading reviews. Because of the notch, the status bar has less real estate to play with, and they have taken away the cellular network from the status bar. So you can't <gasps> see the cellular network you're connected to. I mean, that's not a problem Location in the normal course of events. But I think if you're roaming overseas, it's quite nice to know what network you're roaming on. 1228, 12, location track, two of four bars, three of three, one, 49%, 49% battery power. All right, so I'm going to get to the top here. Sonus, 48% battery power, There's the, not charging, status bar item. Now, what does the hint say? It doesn't say anything anymore. There's no hint there. So it's said to swipe down with one finger until you hear the first, feel the first vibration. Airplane mode. Switch button. Off. And that's the control center. Double tap to toggle setting. So now we swipe up to go home. 70%. No. Messages. Okay. Messages. I've got to get used to waiting for that first vibration. It is when you when you do what you're told <laughs> and wait for that first vibration, it is pretty intuitive, actually. It's just going to take some getting used to. Okay, so let's see if I can do this consistently. So a long slide from the top. You don't have to actually be on the status bar first. Okay, that's good. Um, you just have to be at the very top of the phone, remembering that this is all screen. So you at the very top. You slide down and, and keep sliding down until you hear two distinct sounds or feel two distinct haptic vibrations. Notifications. Okay. 12.38 Well, it will take me some getting used to, but I'm seeing what's going on. So then we'll go home again. Messages. And we're back. All right. Let's just see if we can go into um, Face ID settings. Launch Face ID settings. It doesn't look like you have that app. Okay, let's. I believe it's under. Well, let's try accessibility first. Launch accessibility settings. Let's take a look at the settings for accessibility. I believe there is some Face ID related content here because that's where you find the attention feature. Access vision, voice of zoom, magnify display, speech, larger text, bold text, button shape, increase, con reduce motion, on, on Face ID and in Face ID and attention button. Here we go. Select it. Face ID and attention. Heading. Require attention for face ID. Off. Right. Double so, tap to toggle setting. Because we had voiceover on it set up, it was smart enough to keep that off. True depth camera will provide an additional level of security by verifying that you are looking at iPhone before unlocking. Some sunglasses may block attention detection. Attention aware features. On. True depth camera will check for attention before dimming the display or lowering the volume of alerts. Interesting. True depth camera will. So that's what's there. I'm going to try and retrain the face ID now that I understand what should be happening. And to do that, I'm going to go to the main settings screen. Launch settings. Settings. 
and we'll just John finish error mobile Pers VP notification controls do not dis general display and wallpaper sounds and ha Siri and sir face ID and passcode button there we go secure secure text and here. understandably I'm asked to enter my passcode so I will pause the recording I have done that now and we're on the screen face ID and passcode heading use face ID for heading iPhone unlock on Apple pay on iTunes and App Store on Safari autofill on iPhone can recognize the unique three-dimensional features of your face to allow secure access to apps and payments about attention heading require attention for face ID off true depth camera will provide an additional level of security by attention aware features true depth camera will check for attention reset face ID so I reset it I push the button and it has reset it now so I'm now going to try again Hold and on. see if I can uh, set this up more efficiently and perhaps more accurately now that I know what I'm supposed to do. Cancel button. Animation of a head gently moving in an outward facing circle. Oh, that was interesting. That was helpful. Yeah. How to set up face ID. Heading. What was that, Heidi? An outward facing circle, yeah. like looking at the numbers around a clock face yeah. in the middle. First, position your face in the camera frame. Then move your head in a circle to show all the angles of your face. Get started. Button. Get started. Cancel. Position your face within. Head positioned correctly. Starting first scan. Move your head slowly to complete the circle. Heading. 12 per Head positioned correctly. Starting first scan. Move your head slowly to complete the circle. Heading. 38%. Head positioned correctly. Starting first scan. Move your head slowly to complete the circle. I'm moving constantly this time. Head positioned and, correctly. And it's getting Starting first scan. But, but it, Move it, it's 100% oh, completed. Okay. It keeps first face ID scan face. complete. Heading. What was that? Um, every time it says something like face in correct position, it means it had previously lost your face. And right. I think you're holding the camera a little too low. You need to hold it like level with your face. like. Well, it was a lot quicker than last time, though. So we're making <laughs> some progress. Let's try with the second scan. Continue. Button. Continue. 25% complete. 38% completed. Reper 50% completed. 62% completed. Tilt your head down and to the left. Reposition your face within the fret. 75% completed. 100% completed. Oh, that's better. Face ID is now set up. Wow, that was that's that, that that's not so bad. So you've a number of a number of factors I'm learning from this. You've got to keep your head in constant motion. You've you've got to keep your head moving, and you've got to make sure that when you start this process, it's as if you're having a FaceTime call with Apple. So you've got to think of it as talking via FaceTime, and you have got to get the knack of not moving the phone. Move your face around as much as you'd like, but <laughs> leave your your phone as the constant. Is that a fair? Yes. Summation? Yes, that is. Yeah. All right. Done. Done. That was much Button. quicker. Reset face ID. Button. And so now I'm going to lock the screen. And um, I, I suspect we've got a better scan. Let's just try powering up. There we go. Swipe PM. up. Oh, sweet. Settings. Sweet. <laughs> right. So um, let's just try that again to make sure it wasn't a fluke. So we'll lock the screen and we'll hit the button. 12.45 p.m. Oh, mate. Th Settings. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. 
So I am going to take some great care to write this up in 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 some detail in iOS 11 without the I, and I'll do this several times, and we'll we'll get the wording. Uh, right, and, and provide a guide here. But that's basically the gist of it. Look directly at the camera as if you were FaceTiming someone. Keep your head in a constant motion, looking at all directions of the clock face. So you get all the way to sort of three, four o'clock, and then you go all the way back to nine, eight o'clock. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, your head won't swivel all the way around or you'll break yourself. No, You're- but... <laughs> The way I'm sort of imagining it yes. is that your nose is trying to point towards these different numbers and the clock's slightly in front of you. So, so your you, nose is the hand of the clock. Well, yeah. So you want to start <laughs> well, you start head on, so you're facing the center of the clock with your nose, and then your nose goes up to twelve and then it rotates Screen around, game. it's pointing out towards one, out Search. towards two, straight across right. towards three, down Jonathan four, Mosin. down five, Wi-Fi. straight down six, so on and so forth. Message. Okay, and now let me see if I can just do this notification center thing again. Notifications. Oh, wow. 1247 I'm just the iPhone 10 winning. You are. Okay. Messages. It's, it's, it's not so bad. Messages. Now, what I'd like to do is try Face ID for something practical, for a couple of practical things. I've logged into the App Store just to speed the podcast up a little bit because I know it's running quite long already. And I want to make an iBooks purchase now, and I want to see if I can do it with Face ID. So, open iBooks. Let's see what there is here. Tap the bottom of the screen. Selected. My books. Featured. Tab. We'll go to featured. My books. Tab. One of five. My books. Tab. One of five. What to read this month? Heading. See all. Button. End game. A will Roby novel five. David Baldaxi. Oh. Button. Well, actually, I'd like to buy that. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> yeah. Broken Bones. Angela. Endgame. A. Will Roby Novel 5. David Baldaxi. We'll double tap. Endgame. Books. Back button. Share. Endgame. A. Will Roby Novel 5. Image. Endgame. A. Will Roby Novel 5. Heading. Book 5. Will Roby. David Baldaxi. Button. $13.99. Some. $13. And David. $13. So we'll double tap the price. Connecting. Space. Home indicator. Dimmed. Now let's go to the top of the screen. Double click to pay. And it says double click to pay. So I'm going to double click the side button. Face ID. Home indicator. Oh, look at that. And I was just, <laughs> I just had my phone in front of me because I double clicked the home button and it recognized my face. And the it side the, button. It bought the book. So what did I say? The home button. Yes. I was just too excited. Too excited. <laughs> so, so that does get around a question that I did see some people asking when people were talking about the iPhone 10. What's to stop you from inadvertently making an in-app purchase or making any kind of purchase just because you happen to be looking at your phone? So the way it works now, when you are making a purchase from the App Store or the iTunes Store, if you have turned on Face ID for authentication in those stores, is that you... Choose the purchase like you always have by double tapping the price. And then you get a message at the very top of the screen. It says double click to pay. You double click the side button. And as long as you're looking at your phone, you authenticate with Face ID and it goes ping. 
<laughs> and you've made the purchase. That's pretty slick, isn't it? Yeah, and then if you accidentally push the button, you just do the swipe to go home instead of double pushing the button. Now, I am going to let you use this phone. <gasps> um, I'm going to turn off voiceover. Ooh, I shall treasure this memory forever. Yeah, yeah, well, it's actually quite difficult to um, triple-click the side button. I'm having Voice some difficulty doing that. There we go. Yeah, triple-clicking the side button will take a bit of getting used to as well. Now, what I'd like you to do, I understand that the iPhone ten has a new exclusive ringtone, and it's called Reflection, and it is the default ringtone. So I wondered if you could go into Sounds and see if we can hear this new iPhone ten ringtone. What was it called? Reflection. It's the apparently it's the default. Okay. So when you hear that, you know somebody's got an iPhone 10. I see there are articles already telling people how they can get this ringtone on their own phone, which I think is just terrible. It, terrible. It, it, it dilutes the experience, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that is the iPhone 10 exclusive ringtone called Reflection. And unless you've set a new default, that is what the default sounds like. Can you do it again? Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Now... I'd like to also have a look at an emoji, which is another function of uh, the... Oh, what did you do? I set it back to your normal ring. Oh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> do you oh. want voiceover back on? Hand it over, please. Yes. Yep. Voiceover on. It's kind of, it's kind of difficult to triple-click that button, isn't it? I found it okay. Okay, well, then it's me. It's yep. not you. It's me. Yeah. Um, open messages... An emoji, for those who aren't familiar with this, an emoji is, so we discussed this in our podcast after the event in September. So the idea is you have a whole bunch of characters and you can send messages where you influence the experience. It's kind of an augmented reality, isn't it? Where, where you influence the the facial expressions of the character and then you can sort of what, send a video with as that character? Is that how it sort of works? Yes. Sort of. <laughs> it's, it's hard to describe. I think that was a pretty good description. Yeah. Search. Heidi Mosen. Unread. Oh, OMG. Me. I will come over at once. Quite right, too. Search. That was Heidi Mosen. Thank you. I, I, I texted Heidi as soon as the phone hit the courier. Okay, so I'm going to double tap. Um, Selected. One unread. Record. Message. iMessage. Text. So here we are in iMessage. Messaging apps. Button. Attach media. Now, there is something interesting I've also been told about the keyboard. So I'm just going to double tap the keyboard here. Message. Text field. Is editing. This Yes, there is. And yet there's no extra layer, right? You still can't. There's still no comma and full stop. They've moved the dictation button and the emoji button into this extra space. Yes, that's what I've heard. So I'm just going to look for that. So. Okay, so the keyboard's towards the, the bottom of this very. Words. Uh, the, the keyboard's at the bottom of this very tall screen. Space selected. There's the space bar. So then, where where, where does Messages. one? Oh gosh. Settings. You went home. One new item. Messages. I, I, one unread message. I tapped the the left of the screen. It's gone to the app. The the. Home Record button. audio. So message. Where do we find the dictation button now and the emoji button? Insertion point. At- um, the bottom corners essentially. So. More numbers. Okay, so that's the rotor to access that. misspelled words. Below it? Yeah. Is it not More. Next keyboard. Emoji. Next keyboard. 
Emoji. Okay, and then on the right. Return. Dictate. Button. Interesting. Double tap to start dictation. So double tap when finished. It's going to take a wee while to get used to no bezel because this is at the very bottom. I mean, you you're almost off the phone, but because it's all screen, they can do this. So at the very bottom right, dictate. You've got button. the dictate button, and at the double very bottom dictation. left, two finger double tap. Next next keyboard emoji. You've got button. the next Headings. keyboard button, which in my case happens to be emoji. But they're way on the edges of the phone. I think the reason they've done that is so that the keyboard's at the height you'd expect when the phone did have a bezel. 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 How do you say that word? A beagle, yeah. A be- yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> the space is approximately equal to that of the iPhone 6 bezel, bezel thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let's see if we can find an emoji. Thanks. Best predict. Okay, record. Message. Messaging apps. Button. I presume it's in here. Messaging apps. Now the messaging apps have expanded, so they're at the bottom. Garage band. New. Button. Digital touch. An emoji. And there's New. an emoji. Button. All right, let's double tap this. Selected. An emoji. New. Ooh. And what's happened? <laughs> it, it's opened the an emoji panel. So if you, like, so if you go to where the keyboard usually Select is. message. Record audio. Expand that. Button. An emoji. Video of animated emoji of a monkey. Robot. Cat and dog. Showcasing the types of expressions possible with an emoji. Create custom animated messages that use your voice and reflect your facial expressions. Tap to start. Button. Store. Button. So just tap to start? Or do I have to... I think you tap that thing where it said tap, tap to, to start. start. That's a button. Tap to start. Funny there. All right. Tap to start. An emoji. Monkey. Not tracking. Bring your... F- start record. An emoji. Monkey. Not tracking. Double tap to insert into current message. Double tap and drag to attach to message in current conversation. Monkey face. Picker item. Adjustable. Oh, I see. One of 12. So you've got 12 Swipe characters. Down with robot face. Cat face. Dog face. Alien. Fox face. Pile of poop. <laughs> Yuck. Pile of poop. Pig face. Panda face. Ra- tap to resume. Panda face. Rabbit face. Chicken. Unicorn. Ch- rabbit face. Panda face. Pig face. Panda face. I'd like to be a panda face. Okay. All right, so we'll do that. An emoji. Panda. Not tracking. Double tap to insert into current message. Double tap and drag to attach to message in current conversation. Start recording. Button. Panda. Not tracking. Tracking face. Oh, okay. Now, so you have to wait till it says tracking face. Panda. An emoji. Panda. Tracking. Okay. Start recording. Button. Hello. Do you think it's recording now? It said it's tracking my face. Select it. Stop recording. Yes, it, it's, it's changed to a stop recording Starts button. A 10 second recording. Right. Button. Hello. Do you think it's recording now? It said it's tracking my face. It is. Yes, it, it's it's changed to a stop recording. <laughs> and do I look like a panda? Yes, you do. Okay, I'm going to send this to you. Select oh it. my goodness. Monkey. The f- an emoji. Discard recording. But replay recording. Send button. Send. Start recording. Bring your face into view. Oh, okay. So it sent it. Did you get the message? Uh, Messages. So it is accessible. I mean, you can't really verify the results because you can't see what it does, but. Oh, it says attachment one video. Okay. From Animoji. 
right? So now you can have a look at it. And can you do the audio description and tell us what it actually did there? So I had it tracking my face, and VoiceOver told me I was being tracked. Screen beam. Okay. Yeah, so that was it playing. So. <laughs> Okay, so it's just doing it over and over. It's in a loop. It's in a loop. Lucky you. Yes. But um, <laughs> essentially what it's doing is it's got the mouth moving and forming the words, but you just look like a big panda. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, I think that's a massive improvement, if you don't <laughs> mind me saying. <laughs> um, but, but just the head of the panda, not the rest of it. Right. So that's that's an emoji. So it is actually fully accessible. Yep. That's, that's really impressive that Apple would go to that trouble to, to make that accessible. So having taken a bit of a break, I'm just going to try and get to my notifications now. Oh, first of all, I have to unlock the phone. Oh, look at that. Wow. Messages. So that is real. I, I think that, you know, I, I had some issues with the first face ID scan, and I suspect it may have had an impact or maybe I'm just getting used to it. But now it's unlocking for me consistently. And that purchase was was pretty magical, actually, just being able to make the purchase by double-clicking and looking at the phone. So I think the key is going to be imparting information about how to set the Face ID up um, effectively. And we'll do our best to do a really good job of that in the iOS 11 book. Now... One thing that we haven't talked about is how you make a screenshot or how you take a screenshot with the iPhone 10. And now my PM. phone's gone to sleep. Wake up. Phone. <laughs> Al, that, see, this is rather neat. I'm enjoying, enjoying just the thrill of unlocking the damn thing with the face. <laughs> it's, it's really good now that I've got it going. Okay. If you want to take a screenshot, we'll press the volume up and the side button. And there we go. Screenshots. You've got a screenshot button. taken there. We'll screenshot. go back home. Button. Messages. Let's go to Control Center just to make sure I really know what I'm doing. Notifications. Nope, I'm going too far now. You mastered that Messages. one now. Yeah, yeah, but back back home and then just a, a gentle swipe down. Airplane mode. Yeah, there Switch we go. Button. All right. Look, th th this is this one is eminently doable. Well, we've got the uh, Qi charger here, so I've New got the phone. Seven. Eight seconds. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to Ferrite in a second. I'm just going to lie the phone on the charger here. Or oh, maybe I need to reposition it a little bit. There we Select. go. Button. I presume it's charging now, is yes, it? Yes, it is. Yeah, we can check that we'll go up to the top. Tools. Button. 26% battery power. Not charging. Oh, it says not charging. Well, it was charging two seconds ago. You must have moved it. Oh, well, I don't know. Um, charging. Okay, now it's charging. Select. Sounds button. like this charge is quite sensitive, though. You just have to have it in the middle. That's what Bonnie was saying, that she found that it moved off quite easily and that um, some of the other charges are a bit better. But, yeah, so we've got the charger set up on the desk here, and it's charging. Location so personal. now we're going to run the Seeing AI app and just see what Image. that is Please like. Just... So we'll go Open Seeing AI. See alert. Seeing I would like to access the camera. Seeing I don't allow. Okay. Button. Yep. Menu. Button. And CC. quick zero 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 CCCC. Goodness, it's picking things up already. Uh, this is the short text. So what Evelyn. have we got there, Heidi? Planet. We have a mystery Four. package. Okay. From Four. the cupboard. Planet. It's peppermint tea. Things. Peppermint. Ganic herbal tea. Twenty-five tea bags. Oxygen bleached. Okay, so that Planet. sounds fine. I'm not peppermint. sure whether, whether it's any. Tea. 
I don't. Planet. I can't really tell whether it's any better than what we had. Let's just try the barcode channel. Access to cam. Pause announcements. Button. Access to cam. Pause channel. Short text. Document. Product. Processing. There we go. Planet Organic Peppermint Tea Bags X. Very good. <laughs> oh, it makes some fun beeping sounds. Yes, because it helps you to know when the camera's in the view of the barcode. Oh. It's very, very good. Okay, so that's all working. It's hard to tell whether there's much difference. What I have also been asked to do is to compare the audio of the iPhone X with other phones now my understanding is that we should expect comparable speaker performance to the iphone 8 and 8 plus so I'll just disconnect from the mixer and we'll just say shall we say okay i'll tell you what let's see if we can get the same song on <laughs> on both and just have a quick listen so i've got the eight the seven plus here what song would you suggest heidi dancing in the moonlight by top loader top loader yeah that's not the original, is it? Well, that's the version I know. Seven minutes ago, NYPD. All right. Play Dancing in the Mo- uh. Play Dancing in the Moonlight by Top Loader. This phone already feels humongous when I Dancing in the Moonlight 2001 remix. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and put the phone roughly roughly in the same distance from the mic. This is the seven plus. Wait till it gets going with a bit of bass here. Okay, so now can we try that with your six? Yep. You give me your six. Play Dancing in the Moonlight by Top Loader. Okay, we'll do the same rough distance from the mic. Oh. It doesn't want to play. Here it is. It was just being really slow. It just goes to show what a difference the processors make these days. Is it going to play it? It says now playing, but apparently it's not now playing. Man, my phone sucks. Maybe I need one. There we go. So this is the iPhone 6, similar distance from the mic. Okay, yeah, I'll let you stop it because we don't have any. All right, now all the iPhone 10 play Dancing in the Moonlight by Top Loader. And I think it's going to say... Dancing in the Moonlight, oh. 2001 Remix by Top Loader now playing. Okay, here we go. You could have picked a song that had thumping bass right from the beginning, Heidi. I'm sorry, I like that song. <laughs> Noticeable difference, isn't it? Yeah. A lot more bass. Okay. 
So that's that experiment done. Now, before we go, I have taken a big pause in the recording of the podcast, had some lunch, and also restored from my pride and joy iTunes backup. So a lot is better now. What I would like to do is have a third times the charm look at Face ID. And I've been having a bit of a play with this because there is a bit of a learning curve here, but it's actually pretty simple to set up. And I think in the two attempts that you've already heard, we've already covered a number of the mistakes I made with the first attempt, which was very cumbersome and way too slow and and faulty in a bunch of ways. The second was a lot faster, but I think where I was going wrong still with the second attempt was not actually being fast enough. The instructions tell you to move your head slowly, but I guess they're just not expecting you to kind of whiz your head around in a crazy circle. You can go fairly fast, and I want to show you this now, so I've erased my face ID again, and we'll set it up now. I think you'll be quite impressed. It can be, once we understand what's going on, much faster than Touch ID to set up. So let's try this. Turn pass. Set up face ID. Here we go. Button. Cancel. Button. Animation overhead. How to set up face ID. First. Position. Get started. Button. So I'm going to get into the view of the camera, make sure that nothing's obstructing my view of the camera, and let's get started. Get started. Position your face within the frame. Head position correctly. Starting first span. Move your head slowly to complete the circle. 38%, 50, 62%, 7, 88% complete, 100% completed. And you see, that's all there is to it. First face ID scan complete. Heading. I just did a circle in a, you know, not, not a very rapid motion, but it was just a full circle. Heidi's analogy of your nose being the hand on the clock is very, very helpful. And just by starting with my face in the center of the view and then going to 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock sort of four o'clock-ish, and then going back the other way. Let's do the second scan. Continue. Button. Continue. 12, 25% completed. 38, 62%, 75%, 88%, 100% completed. And there it is. So Face ID is now set up. Face ID is now set up. There we go. That is actually a lot faster than Touch ID. So it's straightforward it really is once you understand exactly what you are supposed to do so all in all it's a very responsive phone i found that using the virtual keyboard it's snappy the face id thing it's very reliable actually and finding it working every time and now i'm getting used to the gesture set so you have seen <laughs> unfettered me getting used to a whole bunch of new things to do on the iphone 10 oh there is one more thing as they as apple was so fond of saying there's one more thing people have asked me to do a recording on the iphone 10 so they can hear what the microphone sounds like so we're going to end with that that is recorded on ferrite which is my recorder of choice it's a multi-track recorder for iphone 10 if you're familiar with reaper it's got quite similar concepts because it's got ripple editing and that kind of stuff and uh, we will we will play unprocess the recording so we'll turn off all the processing what you're going to hear is a lossless recording except it's been encoded to mp3 for the podcast from the iphone 10 and we'll we'll end it there so i will thank you at this point heidi for keeping us company on this face in this iphone 10 experiment and You're very welcome. It was fun. So here we are on the iPhone 10, which just having a quick listen before I hit record sounds quite processed to me. What do you think of it, Heidi? Of the iPhone 10? Yes, of the iPhone 10. I 
like it a lot. I like the aesthetics of it. Um, though I do keep missing the home button. Like, I feel like if you get stuck, you just push the home button and now you have to remember this gesture and that, I feel, would be a bit of a learning curve. One of the questions that somebody asked me was, why would a blind person benefit from having an iPhone 10 as opposed to an iPhone 8 or 8 Plus or even one of the earlier iPhones? And I guess my feeling about it is they probably wouldn't necessarily unless you like to be on the cutting edge, I, I can't really think of a feature that sort of says, wow, um, a blind person is way better off having this device. But I think the key thing is that a blind person has the choice. And there is a sort of a cultural thing about all of this, that being able to be on the cutting edge and have the choice to get something as culturally significant as a new iPhone on the day that everybody else is, is really significant for a minority who's traditionally been forgotten about and sort of is an afterthought. So it is significant in that regard. If I didn't need to become familiar with this for teaching purposes, I think I would be happy with an 8 or an 8 Plus. The processor is the same. In the 8 Plus, the RAM is the same as the iPhone X. Uh, as a blind person, I like having the phone in my pocket and using it with Touch ID. But although... I haven't really done much editing here. You've heard me struggling with getting familiar with the gestures, but by the end of it, I'm feeling pretty comfortable with the notification center, the control center, the swiping up for home, the swiping up for the app switcher. So to recap, if you want to go home, you swipe up right from the very bottom of the phone, which is all screen, until you feel one vibration and you hear one sound. If you go further up from the bottom until you hear two sounds and feel two vibrations, you've got the app switcher. It's a similar structure going from the top downwards to the bottom. To get to the control center, you wait for one vibration and sound going downwards. To go to notification center, you wait for two going downwards. And so once you get used to that paradigm, I don't think it's going to cause too much problem. There'll, there'll be some learning about the, the gestures and just how far you need to swipe and that kind of thing. But we can all remember how it felt when we got our first iPhones and how for the first week or so we wanted to throw the things out the window. Uh, in a month or so, I think a lot of people will just be thinking of all of this stuff as second nature. Thanks for listening to The Blind Side, a production of Mosin Consulting, on the web at mosin.org.